the time on our love. I've been waiting on her forever. Oh, mate, for mate, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> you might not know this, but you and I have been dating since Cruella. You don't know this, but I'm just want to let you know that we've been together. This is this is just your first time meeting me, but we've been together. <laughs> okay, where do you live? Slightly Atlanta. threatening question. Slightly threatening. <laughs> yeah, really a tiny bit frightening. But where do you live? I live in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah. So okay, right. So just, you know, keep an eye. I'm going to be swanning down your street in one of those, what what are those, what are those things called? The, the, the turbans I used to wear. In <laughs> so why is it okay so you loved her, the Baroness? I found her more attractive than Emma. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm in love with her. I love the coldness of it. But She was so cold and interesting. Yeah, she's like, literally, she's the polar opposite. So Cass in, in What's Love. So yeah, I'm so pleased. That just makes me so happy, Romeo. Thank you. With What's Love, you've been a part of so many major things. What attracted you to this story? Was it the writing? Was it the cast? Like what pulled you in? Well, it was a, it was the writing. And I thought that character of somebody who sort of inadvertently completely fucking inappropriate most of the time was just so relatable to me because I mean I think I could be there if I had grown up in London surrounded by a million different cultures you know I went to a primary school where there was 55 different languages spoken and that was 60 years ago more hmm. or less well not quite but you know half a century ago so I was really lucky because I grew up in London and I think that made made my life much, much, you know, my my view of things much wiser. So I loved, I loved that. I loved the London multicultural thing of it. I, I I really did. And I I just thought that she was so she was so funny. She reminded me of the first um sketch I ever did when I was 14 years old. And I was doing a sketch that was written by a jazz musician and it was based on Lenny Bruce's sketch, How to Relax Your Colored Friends at Parties. Have you ever heard that? Yes. <laughs> very funny. So this sketch was about this kind of posh lady in Hampstead who is just thrilled in a completely inappropriate and racist way about the fact that she's got a black person at her cocktail party. <laughs> so that trope, that character was someone I played 50 years ago. And she's there she is, she still exists, she's still there, she's still alive and kicking. And we know, we know that it takes a long time for things to change and it takes a long time for things that change in big cities to bleed out into, you know, the surrounding areas. And and, and, and our country's just as much like that as America, even though it's a smaller, much smaller country. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's what you're exposed to that gives you, you know, your sort of cultural nous, if you like. And it's so funny that you bring up culture, because did you learn anything new about the cultural aspect of the film? Because regardless of how two people fall in love or where they fall in love, it's always two different cultures. Regardless if it's the same color, it's still always two different cultures. Yeah, because every family, if we're really honest, every family has its own culture. You know, and some of it's pretty damn difficult as well. So it's so true. Do you know any couples where you go, oh, my God, even if they've come from the same bloody culture, they've got different cultures. Oh, I think that's a really great point, actually, Romeo. Really, really good point. And, you know, it's sort of very much Romeo and Juliet. Same fucking country, same town, 
different cultures you know we just make make and what i like about the movie as well is that it's basically just about this this adjoining wall you know this little low adjoining wall that in fact you know we humans we sort of we need a bit of a wall we need a tiny little boundary because you know we can't always be right within each other's faces but we need a wall we can lean on and just chat over you know and and it's about that friendship across a wall and and passing you know and I live I mean I've lived in the same street here all my life so I'm constantly rushing up down the street with dishes and my mum lives underneath me and all that kind of that sort of real the culture of family the culture of friendship you know how how are we friends how we fall in love you know how we um kid ourselves well that's the same in every culture let's face it <laughs> I know. Um, they don't get mad at me, but we're in love anyway. Last question. We're in love. Do, That's do fine. You, I'm in. Do you think love is contractual or cosmic? And I ask that because watching the film, I've always believed that love is magical, but majority of the time people run into it contractually. Mm. But there's there's those times where love will just hit you like a brick wall. And to me, that's cosmic. So yeah, I, do you I think, think that's I think that's a really, really great, great way of looking at it because well, certainly real love, I mean, actually falling in love is totally cosmic. I mean, there's no, it's just something you you think, where in God's name did that drop from? I mean, it's just like you know, being right. punched right here, and you just go, oh my God. And, and of course, um, it's the greatest drug on earth, but it, yes, it is. it's a great great drug I mean what it produces in your body is just second to none actually but but you're right that people will then create relationships that are far more contractual because they're about status they're about power um, particularly between men and women you know they're going hey what um, and, and and all of these little calibrations and little sort of calculations are going on almost subliminally and subconsciously so yeah, it's a really that's it. I've I mean, I've never heard love kind of divided in that way, and I think that's very brilliant and right that we do subconsciously sort of make little deals with ourselves when it comes to who we're attracted to and why, and what we're prepared to you know put up with. I don't want to let you go, but it was so nice talking to you, meeting you, and can't wait till you come to Atlanta. Got you. Uh, when I come to Atlanta, we're going out. Okay, good deal. I'm in there. Okay, it's so nice to meet you, Romeo. Thank you so much, and thanks for the great questions. I'm in love. Oh, this is awesome.